0: Hi everyone, welcome to the first edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And here on the Newsreel, it's a little bit different than our regular show. Uh, this show is a pop culture show about cult- current events in movies and in TV. Because normally in our regular show, the Weekly Reel Podcast, we don't normally get to talk about every little thing that's happening in current TV and movie stuff so this show this show allows us to basically talk about some of those things but before we talk about some of the movie news and all that good stuff uh, I want to actually do a little podcast ritual because on our usual show we do have a podcast ritual where we talk about one notable movie or tv show we watched in the last week and so this is going to be a little bit of a bonus I guess uh, in terms of adding to our usual episode
1: so Ken uh, what did you watch in the last week well the uh, other movie that I watched I mean I actually technically re-watched a movie that I hadn't really seen since the VHS days yes the VHS days I watched the very first Beverly Hills Cop which came out in 1984 starring a very prime and trim Eddie Murphy as Axel Foley Oh, man, you know what? That movie is still hilarious to this day. It holds. I mean, how many how many years has this been? Like what? Twenty seven years, if my math serves me right. I mean, thirty seven. Actually, sorry, yeah, thirty seven. Um, and it's pretty crazy. Um, just to see Eddie Murphy just in his habitat. Uh, he's so funny. Um, I know that. Um, it had been a while since I've watched any of the, um, any of the trilogy movies. I only got to see the first one, but one of the Random surprises that I did catch on this latest rewatch was that I recognized one of, uh, I guess it was an unexpected actor that I recognized, and he was obviously so much younger. I mean, it being twenty seven years ago, <laughs> I actually saw um, the actor known as Jonathan Banks. I mean, he plays Mike Ehrmantraut in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And I was like, mm. wait, why does for the longest time I was like, wait, why does that guy look so familiar? And I was like, then I just recognized the nose because he you know, was. kind, kind <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, yeah,
0: that I know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he looks so nose. much younger. He looks so much younger. And dude, it was so funny to see him as the lead henchman. He was basically the right hand man to the main villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny to see that he gets punked by Axel Foley in this, uh in this movie. So I just thought it was pretty cool to be able to see Jonathan Banks. I guess in his younger prime, um, but Jeremy, dude, I highly recommend that you do watch this. I mean, the whole trilogy is now available on HBO Max. That's what I was so. gonna ask you. I yeah, was man, gonna. Like,
0: I was like, I haven't seen this yet. I haven't seen the trilogy yet. Where can I
1: watch it? Yeah, dude, I I definitely because re- it's 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 got action, but. It's got comedy because you know it's it's Eddie Murphy, and I feel mm. like uh, I remember you mentioning that you you haven't really watched as many comedies as you would like, and so that's what, kind of the reason why I wanted to mention it on the first episode of the newsreels so that I could give you another quick recommend. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude,
0: that sounds cool to me because I like I'm always missing that those action and comedies of of the '80s. I think yeah. And, you know, I love the 80s, but I just haven't gotten around to, to watching the Bev- Beverly Hills Cops
1: movies. Right. And that soundtrack still it still hits. You know, with our theme song. Uh, thank you again, Cameron, for our theme song. Um, being synth, I mean, you'll recognize the theme song. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a part of pulp, pop culture for, um, for over 30 years now. So Ooh. definitely, definitely check it out, man.
0: Nice. All right. For sure. I will do that. Uh, uh, so here on the Newsreel, to make it a little bit more spontaneous compared to, you know, our little bit more structured Weekly Reel podcast, uh, in terms of our movie topics and our TV topics, I usually, you know, I'm the, I like talking about movies and Ken probably talks about TV shows more than I do. Uh, basically, if something's happening in the movie world, I basically tell ken oh uh like today for example i'm talking i i told ken we're going to be talking about suicide squad but i don't tell him like what question i'm going to ask him so he he doesn't know what i'm going to ask him like just a, a couple minutes from now and right now he told me okay we're going to be talking about falcon and the winter soldier but i have no idea what he's going to ask me so i feel like that's pretty fun keeps the conversation pretty spontaneous and with that, that's basically, that's the premise of the the newsreel, keeps it, keeps each other on our feet and just makes things a little bit more interesting. That being said, the Suicide Squad trailer, not, wait, is it called The, no, yeah, it's called The, it's the, the Suicide Sco- yeah. Squad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> not Suicide Squad, but James Gunn's Suicide Squad trailer just came out and I told Ken, Watch it before before we start recording, and he did.
1: <laughs> and well, I'm really glad that he actually did tell me what the topic was because prior to a couple of hours ago, I hadn't seen it yet. So he was like, "Uh, yeah, I think you better watch it." And so I ended up literally just watching it a couple hours ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now that you have watched a trailer, I want to ask you because this movie is supposedly supposed to come out uh, August. And I want to see how good you are at predicting the future. Ooh, okay. I, I'm going to ask you, who do you think will die
1: in the Suicide Squad? Oh, man. Um, well, I just found out that there are return, a few returning members from the 2016 version, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say that uh i and forgive me because i'm not really i mean i watched suicide squad maybe one and a half times i well not really the half i remember i told you i watched uh 10 minutes of it when it was (laughs) playing on tnt Mm a couple of weekends ago so forgive me for not knowing character names so you're gonna help me you're gonna have to help me out with this so i got you i i know that there are a few returning characters from suicide squad 2016 uh harley quinn Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she's going to die. But the other returning characters, I think it was uh, the kangaroo character. Yeah, <laughs> what's,
0: yeah, Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. No, <laughs> Sorry, the see. Boomerang guy, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then there was one other character that... Uh, Rick Flag. Rick Flag. The guy in the yellow two, shirt. Right, and I think those two are going to die. God, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, including maybe some other just random... Uh, characters that are kind of on the smaller side uh, that aren't really two name actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to die. And then I think Harley Quinn will survive and then we'll kind of usher in like this new batch, you know, featuring was it John Cena, Idris Elba. <laughs> um, well, Idris, yeah, it was weird. I'm glad I watched the trailer cause, or even a YouTube breakdown, a quick YouTube breakdown, shout out to new rock stars. Hey, you guys need to shout us out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Um, we love you, Eric Voss. Um, anyway, uh, I was. I'm so glad I watched the breakdown because I honestly thought that when they announced the Suicide Squad, that Idris Elba's character was the same as Will Smith's character, Deadshot. But it's t- totally different character. Mm,
0: yeah, I w- Your guesses are really good guesses. I think. I yeah. I don't think. Harley Quinn's going to die either. I feel like Rick Flagg is probably going to die. He's. I feel like he has a 50-50 chance.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel
0: like Captain Boomerang's going to die. Uh, but if I were to add anyone to that, uh, did you know the, the, the Shark character? That's King Shark. Yeah. Uh, he's voiced by Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just found that out literally
1: within the last hour or two.
0: I feel so like he's going to gonna die because you know how uh in the first guardians of the galaxy Groot adult Groot dies i feel like they're gonna do the same thing make us like king shark he's gonna
1: die some somewhere near the end yeah he seemed lovable i mean and i think he is gonna follow uh like basically follow that same thing you know where he's like more comic relief but just kind of random with I mean, because it is St- Sly Stallone's voice too, so it's gonna be unmistakable. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, like, did they? They didn't sh- like show any of like the audio, right?
0: No, I don't think so. I honestly didn't even know it was Stallone <laughs> until I watched a breakdown. Also, yeah, yeah,
1: dude. I like the music that they were playing uh, for the the trailer. It was. It got me. It. I mean, and, and I want to. I guess caution myself because I remember. The twenty sixteen version when they were playing what well, was it, Queen, right? Mm-hmm. For the trailer. And I was so pumped for that movie. And I that think was a good I trailed it. It was a really good trailer. And too bad the movie did not live up to the trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might have to re- force myself to re watch that movie before the new one comes out.
1: Yeah. Um well I'm hoping that it does hold that uh it's August sixth release so that uh, you know, we'll have more opportunities to be able to talk about new movies. Uh, if not in season two, definitely in season three.
0: Yeah. Hopefully our predictions are a little bit on the money or not. You yeah. could totally be wrong.
1: <laughs> you right. Know, exactly. But, but it, now. it was pretty crazy when, you know, when the, the end of the trailer hit and there was so many names, I was like, Oh my goodness, I, I'm going to have to study up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Definitely, because there's some weird characters in this, obviously.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, I want to say like maybe 90, like realistically 90% of the characters that are going to be in this movie, especially with that cast list, I won't know any of their names.
0: Yeah, and you will probably won't know their names because they're going to be dead
1: already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, if we ever do a, a an episode, I guess a podcast episode, on the suicide squad uh be prepared for more uh i guess descriptions (laughs) more than names yeah i'll help you out for sure we gotta watch a bunch of breakdowns and all that i know seriously seriously so jeremy um you know on the tv side i know that the last couple of weeks i mean we're two episodes into the falcon and the winter soldier and again uh audience I did mention that uh, we were going to be talking about the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but Jeremy has no idea what I'm going to ask him. Uh, We're roughly about one third of the way through the series. It's going to only be six episodes, right? And it's only going to be the one season.
0: Yeah. So after episode three, we're going to be halfway done. And I'm like, ah, it's definitely my most anticipated Marvel show of the recent ones. Like Loki one, I I feel like is going to be good. I'm not exactly like, oh, I can't wait for it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, Out of the first three, Loki was probably going to be my least anticipated as well. Even though I I love Loki as a character. But it's just, you know, like I. Well, you know, it was it just happens to be third out of three, you know, for me, um, it was a toss up between. WandaVision cuz I knew that it was going to be a little like way different than anything that we had seen and you know obviously the potential for crossovers and obviously we, it didn't really happen <laughs> um spoilers for those who haven't completed WandaVision uh but for the fa- Falcon and Winter Soldier I was always going to um look forward to it because I mean the the talk was that it was going to feel like Captain America the Winter Soldier and I mean, we're like halfway through our Infinity Saga rewatch, and currently it's both of ours, number one, right out of the first. How many movies have we watched? It's a uh, three times four episodes, so twelve. Yeah. So right now it's currently one out of twelve.
0: Dude, I don't know, man. I'm liking the series so far. Yeah. The show's definitely lived up for. It. I like. I like we talked about before, uh, off the record, I guess. Uh,
1: the first episode is exactly what I it needed to be. Exactly, exactly. And so with us being two episodes in, with four more to go, I um, actually have two questions. I mean, they're going to be both quick. So um, let's jump into the first one, where what's one thing that you've been impressed with so far in the first two episodes? I would
0: probably say... Uh, the characterization of the new Captain America, John Walker. Just Ooh. first, right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, this guy's going to be a dick. <laughs> you already know. Then, And then immediately, right out the gate.
1: For they, episode two, right?
0: For episode two, they, they humanize him. I'm like, oh, shoot, if they can do that, just like, it's almost... Um, Subverting expectations in right. in a kind of different way, but in th- just in terms of character and just doing that, it's like, oh man, you really don't know what's gonna happen in this show. Uh, so I think the characterization of of that new Captain America, um, and uh, of course I would always say the action scenes, especially just because uh, on, on it is a TV show. But I w- I would just say characterizations all around. Because I feel like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier needed that also. They were always kind of in the shadow of Captain America. And they never got their time to shine in the movies. So I feel like, especially that first episode, you got to really learn who they are outside of the rest of the MCU, pretty much.
1: Right. And I and I completely agree. I mean, yeah, when when episode two started off the way it did just like you said with john walker and kind of showing like kind of his backstory a little bit and how he um you know he's been heroic i mean he he won how many medal of honors three yeah three i think yeah and like and obviously you don't just happen to be awarded a medal of honor you actually have to be heroic in, in in your in your actions especially during you know times of war and everything and so I mean, that implies that, you know, he's already got that selfless gene. And, you know, I, like probably everyone thought at the end of episode one, I was like, oh, who's this cheap imitation? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so for them to throw that curveball was a pleasant surprise. Um, I actually had that as my number two thing that I was most impressed with is. Wait, are they gonna make me like John Walker? I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> he's not my captain. <laughs> but then he's like, but then he's so
0: human. I know. <laughs> you know?
1: I know. Yeah. It, you, there's certain things about him that, you know, are likable. You know Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if I missed it. He's not a super soldier, right? It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't right.
0: seem like it. It might he might be secretly. But it, does, it doesn't seem like it. Because right. when he was just hanging on the side of that truck, I'm like, ooh, Captain America would
1: have flipped over and landed already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he would have, like, helped himself up. He probably would have even made a dent with his hands on, on the truck. <laughs> and then he would have done some, like, double backflip or front flip or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have done something, uh, like, crazy acrobatic. Yeah. But, uh, but actually, my... I guess the the most thing that I've been impressed with is uh and you touched on it was uh within episode 1 where they, you know, got to refocus on Sam and Bucky as like kind of main characters because, you know, they kind of just kind of faded into the background during the um uh the last two Avengers movies and in Infinity War and uh, Endgame and, and and rightfully so. I mean, there's so many <laughs> there's so many characters that there's only a certain amount of screen time, but it's like we got to kind of pick up where Captain America, the winter soldier and Captain America, civil war kind of left off. You got to see a little bit more of them there. And um, I love actually, you know what I'm, I might be in the minority. I actually like episode one more than I did episode two. And I loved episode two, Mm -hmm. but I just like the character work that you talked about um, because they delve right into both characters. I mean, Bucky, you know, basically just, still experiencing that ptsd from being um and, and you know just coming to grips with you know just like all of his he basically trying to deal with his past you know like he's got ptsd and he has nightmares and stuff and like the way they shot those therapy sessions like really up close and made it uncomfortable and mm-hmm. he kind of gave a glimpse of what he um could have been like uh while being i guess interrogated by the therapist
0: yeah, correct me if you're, if I'm wrong, but one thing I was really missing, like uh, from episode two, was it's like, oh man, they're not gonna show Bucky, uh, you know, still hanging out with the the, the old Japanese guy. All right, uh, Yuri. I'm like, yeah. I'm right. like, where's that? I need that scene. You know, <laughs> yeah, like I know. because I, you know, I'm just clamoring for those, um, those more subtle, more intimate moments. So yeah, I think, man, what, I do agree with you. I did like episode one more, which is weird because they didn't even uh, banter together in that episode.
1: Right, and episode two was all about obviously the action and then, you know, they were reunited and they had that witty banter uh, that they kind of showcased in, in, in the trailers and they've always been funny together on screen, especially kind of going back to Captain America Civil War. And so like, uh, I mean, just kind of, just the touch on on sam for a little bit i just like how they came up with a cool story that you know you know they're heroes they're avengers but they also have personal lives and you know just to be able to see that struggle of you know being a person of color you know just trying to um i guess deal with coming back from the the blip um five years later and just trying to keep the family legacy together, it, it was it was kind of a refreshing story. I didn't actually see that coming. Um, I thought the sister uh, played a really likable character because you know she's wanting to do what all she can as a single mom for for her two kids. Uh, but you know, obviously, they're gonna butt heads because they have got kind of like differing views on how to live because Sam was blipped for five years
0: yeah and we have to mention the whole uh, they tried experimenting the serum after steve went on ice and then obviously we they got isaiah bradley then they put him in in prison for 30 years and just and just stuff like that where it shows you that it's even though it's not hydra (laughs) you know there's still some government big power entity like always taking advantage of of somebody and uh, it just happened to be the minority of uh Isaiah Bradley,
1: yeah. I know that was pretty crazy, that was an intense scene. Uh, that was probably my favorite scene of episode two, just because obviously they wanted to introduce Isaiah Bradley as a character, and I think this obviously won't be the last time we see him. I'm hoping because I mean, he is a super soldier after all, even though he's aged up. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm just excited to see where, where this series takes us now, especially the way they kind of left uh, episode two as a as a little bit of a, a cliffhanger where they wanted to go visit Zemo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and fun fact, that, that actor who played Isaiah Bradley voiced Martian Manhunter in the Justice League t- animated TV show, and he played Martian Manhunter's dad on Supergirl live-action TV show.
1: <laughs> Oh, interesting. Oh my So goodness. He,
0: he made his way to Marvel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, we should probably come up with uh, some, you know, certain characters, certain actors or actresses that have done both. I, I think the list is actually pretty long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the, the other that last question that I kind of wanted to pose, I, and this is kind of like Moving forward quickly, do you have any bold predictions for the rest of the series? Hmm. I'm going to
0: say, shoot, I was going to say Bucky, he's not going to become Captain America or anything like Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. but he's going to accept being the Winter Soldier and he's going to turn the Winter Soldier label into
1: something for good. Ooh, i like it i never even thought of that
0: yeah i mean i don't think it's likely yeah i was just like that's something that i think would be a big leap
1: oh yeah i mean that's yeah that's the way i I pose the question Uh, Mm -hmm. something bold um well my bold prediction is that the flag uh, smashers i think will end up being good they're they're actually gonna end up allies uh with um sam and, and, and bucky and they're gonna end up being the good guys Ooh. And, uh, I mean, what, what was the leader of the flag smash, uh, flag uh,
0: smashers? I think it's like Carly something, Mor- Morgan, more, more, I forgot <laughs> that, that oh. one, that one girl that Buck, that smacked Bucky in the face.
1: Oh, wait. Uh, I just looked, uh, looked up my notes. Carly Morgenthau.
0: Morgenthau. Okay.
1: Yeah. Carly <laughs> Morgenthau. I think she'll end up, um, being kind of like, a. I think she'll end up being an ally. I I mean, I know that's like more of a bold prediction, but uh, with the Flag Smashers as a whole being good guys, at the very least, I think um, she will uh, turn for good. Because, I mean, you could kind of see it. I don't know if the way they did it was probably optimal, but they were trying to steal like vaccines and stuff. And I would imagine they were going to try to distribute it to, you know, those in need. So, I mean they did get called what Robin Hood?
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. That is a good one. Especially if, if it's only Carly's the one to turn. I think that's a pretty bold, bold, bold prediction. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to obviously watching um episode three. I mean we're we're recording this on a Wednesday, so we got two more days. Uh to definitely um yeah. And, you know, something some to look forward to at the end of the week after a really long work week, for sure.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to preview that we're uh, coming up with?
1: Yeah, of course. So I want to let you, uh, everyone know to check out our next episode of the Weekly Real podcast, you know, on our Monday main show. Uh, it's coming this coming Monday, April 5th. Uh, we will be talking about There's Something About Mary, and you know what, I'm pretty hyped for you to watch it for the very first time, Jeremy, since I know that you're a huge fan of Dumb and Dumber, and you know, it's done by the Fairly brothers, so I'm definitely pumped to talk to you about it since it's really your first time.
0: Yeah, man, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting movie, and you're just going to have to hear my thoughts on the main episode, or main Weekly real podcast. All right, man. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, We'll see you guys next time on The Real.